Welcome back, everybody. This is the Blackwash Podcast. I'm your favorite host, Larry Sampson, with my co-host, Destiny Johnson. And you know how we do it on the show. Before we get into today's topic, let me tell you what's on my mind. And this might actually end up being an episode one day, but I just kind of want to talk about it right now. And that is, how do we define loyalty? I want to repeat that. How do we define loyalty? And the reason why I say that is because one of my friends came up to me and he was saying how he was so upset because he has a business that one of our other friends works with him. And in their little industry or whatever, the friend went and interviewed somewhere else and is going to go over there. And he was talking about how he just felt like that was so disloyal. And then I thought to myself, like, okay, well, what's let me get more of the the information. And this other place is offering way more money. And I think um, the buddy came to him and was like, hey, um, like, is there any way we can get a raise? I think he did that like a month ago. And he had said no. And I don't know if this was job offer was, you know, lingering before that or he was just asking for money before he went and looked. But it, it, it never materialized as far as getting a raise. So then he ultimately went somewhere else. And I thought it was kind of telling that my friend would look at it and think like, oh, well, that, well, that's disloyal. Like, why would you do that? Because the question that I have is, when you look at loyalty, does my loyalty to you require me not to do what's in my best interest? Or does my loyalty to you more so makes it, if it's close, then I rock with you because I rock with you. But if it's so far apart, if it's nearly double or whatever it is, am am I, under the guise of being loyal, stuck to just dealing with less than what I can go and get on the free market? So that's what's on my mind. How do we define loyalty? And a lot of you guys need to ask yourselves that question. How have you been defining loyalty in your life? And what's your expectation that you put on others? Destiny, what's on your mind today? Um, What? my mind today is just like it is so disturbing to me how people can come into people's lives and just completely disrupt what they have going on I don't ever think that it could be someone's um I don't ever think that it's someone's intention to just be a horrible person to someone but I do feel that you have to be accountable for your actions and like you have to be you have to realize like what you're doing to people and if you are not a positive person in people's lives like or you're not setting like a positive example or being a piece in some type of way you have to see yourself for what it is and distance yourself and I say that getting into like what our topic is for today um it ended up being like a a beautiful story. There was a happy ending to it, but um, I guess I was one of the first people to know. Larry actually had no idea what was going on because he's a Facebook user, and I get made fun of by my cousins and um, boyfriend and everybody because I go on TikTok, and I like to go on TikTok, and they're like, you're such a child, but TikTok is actually the first social um social platform that gets information I think like they are first in that so there was this viral story 50 part story Risa Tisa who she describes her story about who the fuck she married 
and it's actually diabolical. I was telling Larry about it. The the things that were happening were so insane, like you can only laugh to keep from crying for her. And my whole view on that is just like, what kind of person just does that to somebody? Like maybe it wasn't his intention to, um, for her to find out that he was being a liar about everything. I don't even know if she knows his actual name. Well, she does. She ended up getting a social, but it's just like, what, in what way do you feel like your fantasy is contributing to my life? So what I was saying about this is that, of course, like this story went crazy viral. Like she probably broke all types of social media records and TikTok records because she had people so invested in this 50 part series, 10 minute videos each. So there were days tuned into the story, listening to every detail. And she was like an immaculate storyteller. And she had ev the whole world, people in Africa and India, everywhere were just tapping in and were like, I'm invested into like what was happening to her. And of course, like she's going to get so many um, monies from like views from TikTok. And then she's able to go on a trip. And I think like, you know, like she's, she's definitely benefited from this, but like someone else said on TikTok, like she is never going to get over this. Like, how can you heal from such a crazy story and it's 50 parts so I'm not going to talk about it I'm sure there's tons of people that could give you the cliff notes version on TikTok and social media or wherever but I just wanted to talk about that story and then there was also another story um a little girl named Sinai she kind of like documents her day and she um went to a grocery store one day and seen a homeless man outside and um she just wanted to buy him coffee or something and like she was talking to him on the way in and he was like oh thank you so much like this is making me feel better I wasn't able to get my medication and she's like a young girl and she was like well let me help you go get your medication and she was already documenting her day so she followed this whole entire day and did all of these great deeds for this man and it captivated the attention of so many viewers and they're like well we want to help Unk, that's what she called him too. And she ended up starting GoFundMe for him, raised $400,000 for this homeless man. And it was such a great thing. I don't, I think TikTok, or not TikTok, but the GoFundMe actually restricted the account because some other woman came out and was like, he was so violent. Another homeless woman said that he was so violent and people pulled up his records and um, from his criminal record and things like that. So I don't know if he actually got the money, but her heart was in such a great place. And she was like, it's so crazy that I was able to do something for you this day. And at the end of the day, you have more money than me. And she just like felt so good. It was like so heartwarming to watch her and this man. And I think it's so beautiful that lay people like us can have, well, we have this platform, which is like our podcast, but almost star. Has a pod, everybody has a platform with their Instagram account, with their TikTok account, with their Facebook account, where they can reach so many people. And it's beautiful. And now with Risa T Tessa, she basically established a movie or some sort on TikTok. And I think that this is it is like a record and this is like social media history. Like we do not need big companies and big production companies to do whatever 
we want to get information out there. And I think that, you know, a lot of times we look at social media as it's a, it's like a bad thing because, you know, kids are getting bullied on social media or like celebrities are getting bullied and people also have the platform to say negative things that they want to say because they get to hide behind their phones essentially. But in these instances, I feel like, you know, it's used for the greater good. And I love that. Here's one thing I will say. I'm glad you kind of provided that clarity because one thing I will say is maybe I've been hyper-focused on it, but I've definitely been the type of person who looks at all the ills of social media. And for, for instance, there was a documentary that I recently watched about how I think the death penalty was, um, how they got rid of it in Illinois. And it was based off of this Northwestern professor who was literally just like, getting a guilty guy out of prison by fabricating evidence and all this other type of stuff. But he had gotten, he had garnered so much like support through the media and whatnot. And next thing you know, everybody was talking about it. Like, Oh my God, we need to free this guy. And this guy ended up actually being guilty of the crime, but the mob mentality behind social media, that's what happens. And then moreover, I think I think the largest scale we've seen this is, you know, with Donald Trump, I can't tell you how many times people have cited, oh, there was evidence that, you know, the election was rigged. They had a video of people stashing away votes, yada, yada, yada. But then when it comes to court, they realize it's like, oh, all of this was nonsense. All of this was made up. And so it's, I'm glad to hear stories because social media is not going anywhere. I'm glad to hear stories like the ones that you've exposed to, and I think a lot of our viewers need to be exposed to, of the good that social media can do. And especially for parents who think like, oh my gosh, social media is idiot. I'm not going to have my kids on social media. I don't want them on social media. I'm not saying you don't monitor it. I'm not saying you don't, you know, uh, speak to them about the potential dangers of it, but this could be a tool used for good. And so I'm, I'm glad for her and I'm, and I, and I'm glad that there's people who are, are looking to use the positive aspects of social media. Yeah. I mean, I guess there could be good and bad in everything. Um, but I feel like, you know, the bad is mostly highlighted when it comes to social media. So it was like really heartwarming that, you know, there are good stories. Um, and as far as like things being fabricated, I mean, we don't know what is real these days. I know people usually say like, oh, only believe half of what you hear and believe what you see, but you can't even believe what you see nowadays. Okay. Especially with the AI and all these things, like, we don't know what's real. We don't know what's fake. So I just thought that this was so heartwarming and I loved it. And I didn't have the bandwidth to sit and watch 50 videos. Like, I've I've listened to a little bit, but I've mostly listened to the cliff notes. I am a working lady, but I do want to listen to all of them because literally, like, she leaves each video with, like, a cliffhanger. Like, you're like, how dare this man be able to do these things to you. Disgusting work, nasty work. Literally a demon, diabolical, I curse, lesion. Lesion, wherever you are, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want to say. I need you to calm down. I need you to 
to bring I'm so angry for her. I have never been so angry for anyone. Like one of my friends, like, it's just like, you're so mad at their boyfriend. Like I will F him up. Like, I don't even know this lady, but Legion, if I find you, it's over for you. That's all I want you to know. She spared you, but I will not. Okay. And, and let me just tell you, Destiny might be small, guys, but she she has enough anger built up inside of her that she she could be enough to be dangerous. So um, I, I I don't know this brother out there. I, I definitely never wish on the brother's downfall, but uh, get your life together because you and not just Destiny, but you gonna have millions of people who are like, let me find him. Because the one thing I will say about Honestly, social you media, get people riled up. Seriously. And one thing I will say about social media and I think that I don't know if this is sad or a good thing is the people on social media are better investigators than the police. A lot of times, like something will be on social media and motherfucker, I'll be damned if the Twitter or the, or the TikTok don't solve the case. They had a case. They will find the person, the address, the baby mama, like your birth certificate, like your blood type, everything. They do not play games. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, seriously, no, I, I don't like that. Yeah, if I see him, it's on, it's fighting. But I, yeah, that's pretty much all we had for y'all today. A little feel good story, Um, but catch up with us next week. All right, thanks you guys for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson. I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.